Welcome to Extraterrestrial Reality. Uh, just recently on Twitter, I noticed that uh, somebody pointed out that the uh, government office, the All Domain Anomaly Resolution Office, to study UFOs and to report those findings back to Congress, actually has a uh, new logo, a Latin logo. Actually, this was pointed out on Twitter uh, by Project Unity. Uh, Project Unity, by the way, has a, a YouTube channel, uh, very good stuff on there. Uh, anyway, the Latin uh, uh, logo basically says Universum Mutau Est Vita Nostra Est Quad Cognitations Nostra Facere Est. Now, I probably completely butchered that because I don't speak Latin, but uh, that's the words, that's how I read it. But anyway, what it really means in English is the universe is changing. Our life is what our thoughts make it. And that's very interesting uh, coming from a government office. And uh, I have some thoughts on that. Now, now I'm going to present the theory. And, and before I present this theory, I want to make it known that I don't believe in this theory whatsoever. However, it is something that occurred to me. And, uh, and this seeing this new logo for the Arrow office actually, uh, you know, made me think about this, this crazy theory I have. Uh, again, basically, okay, now the logo again states, the universe is changing, our life is what our thoughts make it. Now, you know, there was a, back in the 1950s, uh, there was a science fiction movie that came out, it was called Forbidden Planet. And in that movie, uh, one of the stars of that movie was Leslie Nielsen. I'm sure a lot of you remember Leslie Nielsen as the uh, uh, police lieutenant Frank Drebin from the Naked Gun movies from the 80s and early 90s. Uh, classic comedy films. And this guy turned out to be a great comedian. But before that, this guy was more mostly a serious actor he was in a lot of serious movies and then in 1980 he appeared in a comedy film called airplane and after that that was you know he, he that's when he started uh, showing his his comic uh talents in, in different films but before that he was in serious type movies and tv shows a lot of television shows uh, throughout the 50s 60s and 70s in fact he played the captain on uh for in the movie the original 1972 movie uh the poseidon adventure but anyway he was in this movie in 1956 called forbidden planet and some of you probably seen this some of you probably have heard of it some of you have probably never heard of it at all uh but anyway it is basically considered probably the best most imaginative science fiction movie to come out of the 1950s uh, I mean, it was shot in color, and it had some really good special effects for the time. It, the movie still holds up today. It has a great story, a uh, fascinating story. In fact, uh, one of my brothers, it's like one of his favorite science fiction movies. Um, and it's one of mine, too. I think it's a, a really en entertaining science fiction movie. But when I saw it, when I see this, this new logo for Arrow, it made me think about that movie, and I'll tell you why. Again, well, I'll just read this again to you. It says, the universe is changing. Our life is what our thoughts make it and that's interesting because again if you think about this movie for those of you who have seen it now i don't want to spoil anything i mean if you, in case you haven't seen it, I'm, I'll, it's going to be a small spoilers here uh, just to give you the the low down low down on what was going on in this movie but basically there's this planet that's discovered uh called altair 4 and uh, on this planet there was this uh they, they find that uh there's all this equipment 
machinery still in operation even though the alien race that lived there and built this machinery is long extinct actually they they were extinct for when they found this planet this race of beings called the krell were extinct for like 10,000 centuries and uh so but what the, what what is learned during the course of this movie is that the reason they went extinct is because uh and this machinery by the way when they find this planet all this machinery is all still operational it's it's creating this incredible energy field throughout the whole planet and what is learned throughout the course of this movie is that the reason that they, they, that this race of beings went extinct is because they actually uh were able uh they they reached a a level of of technology that is unimaginable basically they basically uh were able to uh create life without it without any instrumentalities in other words they were able to basically whatever you whatever uh, uh one of these beings thought of if they wanted if they wanted say a plate of food it would just appear they would be able to use their thoughts and, and this stuff would appear they actually reached a level of technology where they didn't need anything else anymore they had this machinery that would always be in be working and and, and would maintain itself that would require no work whatsoever and and the power that this machine uh created would allow these beings on this planet basically to whatever they imagined would come true but see the problem for them even though they were so advanced is that uh the, the the inner demons the you know the, the the animal instincts that were buried deep inside you know in, inside of all these beings in their id in their subconscious right uh revealed itself so if they felt if if one of them felt hatred or or, or something you know anger toward another then their secret they could conjure up a secret monster that would kill 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 their enemy or you know and and that's how they ended up destroying themselves because all of them basically were able to they conjured up their own monsters and all these monsters tore them apart and ended their whole civilization so and now it's a it's a very interesting movie again and 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 the concept of it is is fascinating however again let's look at this this uh comment that or actually this new logo for, for arrow uh it says the universe is changing our life is what our thoughts make it now now again i i don't subscribe to this theory but again it's just something to throw out there uh because there is something going on okay there are beings there are things that if people have seen there are craft that are flying around there's there are flying saucers i mean just recently i was talking about some of the crazier stories uh that have happened uh throughout the years like in 1964 the incident in california with this hunter uh named donald shrum who who basically uh was ha hiding out in a tree uh over the course of an entire night while these uh, alien beings and a robot tried to get him down and basically apparently to you know abduct him and take him away but he survived that whole ordeal and and the things just went away i mean basically a gigantic fly a gigantic cylinder shaped flying saucer showed up and out of that or excuse me a cylinder shaped uh, craft showed up and out of that craft the flying saucer came out and the next thing you know there was uh, uh alien beings uh standing under under this tree where he was hiding trying to get him to come down and meanwhile a robot showed up on top of it uh, a robot that looked like something out of a 1950 science fiction movie and uh would, would sometimes uh uh spit gas uh, some sort of a gas toward him and and it would make him pass out moment uh, temporarily and he every time he would uh he would wake up sometimes and, and some of these beings were trying to climb the tree to get him 
and he then he would when, once he would wake up he would throw things at these things and they would climb back down but anyway here so he survived the ordeal and he was able to he lived to talk about it and it was a case that was actually investigated by not only ufo researchers but the united states air force looked into it uh but there's a lot of cases like that. There's all kinds of cases, all kinds of beings. Sometimes it's not just the greys or the, or, or or you know, or the praying mantis uh, or the uh, style aliens or the reptilian styles. There's all there's all different kinds of beings. Sometimes there's robots, and whether they're all part of the same team or not, we really don't know. But my theory is, and this again, I don't believe in this theory, but it's just something to talk about. Is that what if somehow uh, over the course of centuries like like we're, we're dreaming these things into existence somehow there's an unseen power like our collective unconscious actually conjures these things into reality and they become real and they are real then because i've again i've seen one of these craft and i've seen one of the beings and and that stuff was real but what if they're the product of of the of the human of a collective unconscious of the entire human race that we conjured these things somehow into existence it's a crazy idea but again it's just something to think about because we really i mean right now we don't have any answers the government's not playing ball uh not not enough i don't think anyway some people are very excited uh i'm still upset uh with the way the government has been acting and, and of course how the even more so the mainstream media i'm actually more angry with the mainstream media right now than i am with the pentagon but you know here's the thing you know if you look at the human race we we all think of things you know and, and like like in, in in centuries past okay at some point you know we 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 imagine some sort of a system to travel across the united states for instance or europe or whatever and we and we and pe somebody dreamed and we all dream up together somehow there's of course there's some people who put it together and 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 you know uh you know had the technical ex expertise to 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 figure it out but like a train a train system okay at some at one point we didn't have trains right so we imagined it into existence and we created it of course you could you could go back and you could okay these are the people that are responsible for inventing the uh, uh the the steam locomotive or, or whatever right same thing with vehicles cars planes whatever we 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 imagine like these things anything that we think of that that we that we 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 want we wish we had at some point it seems like it's happening like we're we're making it happen right uh now of course there are people that are inventors and and, and technicians that are responsible right but at the same time it's the human race we were thinking of these things and then they do happen and these people and other people actually put it together and, and make it possible and present it to us i mean is it possible that uh somehow we have conjured this extra our deep unconscious thoughts right the collective unconscious of humankind at some point did we start uh conjuring these things into existence like if you consider in uh, uh the great airship mystery of 1896 and 1897 for instance okay a lot of people throughout the united states start, started seeing these giant airships flying around right and and there was no real answer to it one of them apparently crashed in april of 1897 uh in aurora texas and uh, an, an alien being was in it did did we conjure that into existence like do we conjure all of this into existence it sounds insane and again i'm not saying i believe in this theory but it's just something to put out there it's something to consider uh and it's interesting uh you know th during 1896 1897 during that great airship mystery uh not long or during the same time when that uh aurora 
incident happened in April of 1897. H.G. Wells was just publishing uh, his book, War of the Worlds at that time. We, we, we were thinking of these things like in, 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 the, in the unconscious, in the collective unconscious of, of humankind, we were thinking of these things, of the possibility of beings from other planets coming here. And then, you know, airships show up. And then, of course, you know, after World War II ends, it seems like things really picked up then. Now, of course, there was sightings of different things throughout history. and In fact, during World War II, before World War II, right? But after World War II in 1947, you know, it seemed like things really picked up. Of course, in, in July, of, in June of 1947, that's when this whole, the first big gigantic UFO flap occurred right and of, of course one of the things that happened during that well the first thing was the kenneth arnold sighting and then of course there was the roswell incident and all that kind of stuff right and it's never stopped ever since but that somehow did the human race uh in its subconscious in its collective unconscious somehow conjure all of this into existence because these are deep-seated fears that we all have of of what could possibly be out there what could come and get us right and and we have these fears but and somehow we're we're creating this we created these things that are here now that are showing up and doing things abducting people creating a hybrid race all of it right is it possible that this is all a product of our own minds that oh we we, we have no control over this is it because we're, we're we're making it happen we and we don't even though we don't we don't know it we don't realize it but at the same time we are making it happen because deep inside most of the minds of many people throughout this world these are the things we imagine and, and that, that are possible and then they somehow come to pass and they have come some something has come to pass because there is something here and there's something going on anyway it's just an idea that i had and whether whether or not there's any uh, veracity to it i doubt it but again it was just something i thought was interesting uh to bring up and talk about uh, and it's just you know I, again i don't i i don't i don't believe in this theory i don't think that's what's happening but again the, seeing that that comment uh excuse me seeing that new logo made me think of this and actually this was a a theory that i had toyed around in my mind with a long time ago years ago i thought about this you know watching that movie and thinking you know what if that were possible what if we were able to create a life without instrumentalities uh like they like these beings did on this uh fict fictional planet and forbidden planet uh and, and you know when you think about that then you start wondering what if and if that were the case maybe we we could conjure up anything you'd be you'd be able to conjure up any sort of monsters or alien invaders or whatever bigfoot all of it what if we're conjuring up everything and we don't even realize it like every like all of our like you know we, we're working with computers now i remember back in the 70s we weren't even close this kind of technology you know if somebody would have walked in with a laptop and a cell phone you know i would have ran out the door in, in in stark terror because it just seemed like something impossible at the time now it's 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 common it's all common anyway it's it's something to think about but again i again i want to make it clear i'm not saying that this theory is correct i don't say that i believe it i don't think that these i think these things are coming from someplace else i don't believe that they that they are actually uh, uh, uh basically a physical manifestation of uh caused by our by the human uh, uh unconscious by the collective unconscious of all humankind i'm not saying that i'm just saying that it's, that it's a theory anyway we're going to take a quick break 
and we will be right back. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and... What do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Okay, we are back. Um... There was an article in today's CNN webpage, website, uh, and again, it just goes to show you uh, another example, I've been talking about this a lot recently, of how the mainstream media just doesn't get it. Just doesn't get it. Okay, this is entitled, Opinion, the Pentagon's Long Hunt for UFOs. Now, we're going to go through some of this article, and I'm going to offer commentary on it. It was an opinion by Eric uh, Eric German and Peter Bergen. Uh, and then it says here, <clears throat> editor's note, Eric German is a producer and writer whose work has been published in the New York Times, Time, Frontline, and other pr- publications. Peter Bergen is CNN's national security analyst, a vice president at New America, and a professor of practice at Arizona State University. The views expressed in this commentary are their own. Uh, view more opinion on opinions on CNN. Well, of course, but here's the problem. Okay, they, it's again CNN's publishing an opinion from some people, and and you'll understand as as you go through as we go through this article that these people who are publishing this opinion on, on this uh, very large uh, site, basically a lot of people are going to see this article and they're going to think that this is reality when it's complete. Uh, it, it's fiction. It's 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 fiction. It's a lot of fiction in here, and, and it's lacking in so many different ways. It's 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 just incredible that again the mainstream media just doesn't get it. They're not getting it. They're not. They don't. Uh, the problem is, is that they're not. They, they don't educate themselves on this issue, and they never have. It just seems, and, and we're continuing this in a very critical time right now. Really, we have the whistleblowers basically stepping up. Uh, 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 some of them apparently have already met with Congress, with uh, some con- uh, congressional committees, and and there's uh, uh, several more, from what I understand, going to be uh, meeting in some secret congressional meeting. Well, not secret, but closed meetings to the public style and they're going to talk about what they know so but anyway let's look let's go through some of this it says 
On Thursday, the United States, this is last Thursday, on Thursday, the U.S. Office of the Director of National Intelligence released a congressionally mandated report about unidentified aerial phenomena, the preferred Pentagon nomenclature for what most folks call UFOs. Okay, uh, obviously these guys, they just wrote this article and they, it, they, they, didn't, they didn't even study recent history. That under, they don't even realize that it's now called unidentified anomalous phenomena. It's not called unidentified aerial phenomena anymore. It's called unidentified anomalous phenomena. These guys who put this, this editorial piece in <clears throat> CNN have not even done the, the, a, a, a modicum of research. To, to know that that change was made. If you, you would think if you're going to be publishing something on CNN's website, you would at least get that part right. Anyway, let's continuing. Let's continue here. It says, the report is part of a relatively new push by the United States intelligence community and the Pentagon to try and make sense of more than 500 UFO sightings over the, over the past couple of decades that have mostly been made by U.S. service personnel. As part of that push in July, the Pentagon established a new office with the wonderf wonderfully opaque name of the All-Domain Anomaly Resolution Office. In plain, in plain English, this office attempts to figure out what's behind UFO sightings made by Department of Defense personnel or members of the United States intelligence community. There is a sound national security reason for this office that has nothing to do with aliens or little green men. All right, let's just stop there. Okay, already the stigmatization of people see, uh, encountering alien beings, uh, they're calling them little green men. It's, they're calling aliens and little green men. So basically, it's like the pink elephant, you know, a drunk seeing pink elephants. That's, that's basically, they, they're still stigmatizing anyone uh, who sees these kind of things. These people are still living in the past. They have done no research. To make a statement like that on a serious subject as uh, potential uh, alien invasion is absolutely absurd. And it's, it's, it's totally uneducated. These guys have no business again, right? This is, we've been talking about this for a long time. And in fact, I just want to apologize. I apologize for having to talk about this again, but I think it needs to be talked about these people need to be shown up all right continuing if there are unidentified objects flying around in united states airspace could these be evidence of american adversaries like russia or china china deploying new kinds of exotic weapons and whatever these ufos might be they could represent a risk to united states air force planes and commercial aircraft okay let's just stop there now i'm just going to point this out to some people out there uh, the people at cnn okay these some uh, some of these objects right that people are seeing that some of the pilots and, and members of the intelligence community are seeing right they're not chinese or russian inventions that's that, that's not what they are they couldn't be they, the, the kind of objects that they're seeing do things that uh our, our kind of technology would be incapable of. We, we couldn't fly like that we can't make we can't be traveling ten thousand miles miles per hour and then stop on a dime and make a, a 180 we can't do the, that those kind of things human-made craft doesn't do those kind of things okay that's impossible but and that's but that's some of the things they are seeing they're not pointing any of that out in this article anyway continuing it says the creation of this office is <clears throat> the creation of this office is also part of a pattern since the late 1940s when the United States Department of Defense has bolstered the case for UFOs in some cases to disguise top secret new aircraft that the Air Force was developing while at the same while at the same time assuring the general public that what some might believe our alien aircraft are explained by more prosaic phenomena such as weather events or balloons or airborne debris or good old human error. 
Okay, again, see these people are uneducated and stupid on this subject. See, again, they don't, they never talk about the the, the actual uh, when things land. For instance, like the how come we're not we don't hear in, the, in this story the Lonnie Zamora 1964 incident, the Donald Trump 1964 incident, the Betty and Barney Hill case when people were were the the Travis Walton story, the the 1973 Pascagoula Mississippi case, the 1976 uh, Allagash uh, UFO incident where four guys were abducted and there's all kinds of stories and it, it, all the stuff that has been written by people like uh, Richard Dolan all the history that he's put together in books like UFOs and a National Security State none of these guys have looked at that they, they don't understand the history behind this uh, they don't understand the, that people actually see the being sometimes there were so many cases going all the way back to the 50s not just till 2004 like they're talking about here but this is going back to the 19 uh, late 1940s 50s where people start seeing some people saw landed craft little little beings walking around people weren't talking about little green men but see this the whole time the media and the and the pentagon have you know stigmatized this thing so people would be afraid uh, to ever say that they saw something again i talk about you know the incident that i the, the 1994 incident when i saw a flying saucer uh during a fishing trip a nighttime fishing trip when the whole thing was all said and done but you know i was there with my buddy we were at the, in the middle of nowhere fishing in this pond right and all of a sudden this object shows up and then it flies away uh i've told this story you know dozens of times on this podcast but the, you know the, the first after we got out of there we were both in shock and the first thing that he said was i'm not telling anybody i'm not saying anything because in his mind if he was saying anything to anybody people would think he was crazy because the the media and the pentagon have deliberately stigmatized started stigmatizing this back in the 1950s and it continued all the way up to 1994 and all the way into the 2000s and now just in the past five years there's been an effort to try to destigmatize this whole thing but yet we still have people in the press still going with the old the old uh, pentagon line still towing the old pentagon line to uh, uh re uh, re-stigmatize it all over again that's what we're seeing here <clears throat> anyway uh let's continue here uh Thursday's new UFO report had some striking findings. The number of UFO sightings dramatically increased between March 2021 and August 2022, during which 247 new sightings were reported. Most of those reports came from pilots or others working for the United States Navy and U.S. Air Force. The report suggests that these increased sightings may be the result of less stigma associated in reporting such sightings and also more guidance from the Pentagon to report anomalies in the sky. In other words, if you are instructed to look for something odd you likely will find it again they let's stop here again again they they're, they're, these guys don't get it they don't get it okay so they're saying here that basically in other words if you are instructed to look for something odd you likely will find it he's, what they're saying is that now because the they there these guys are under the belief that uh people are reporting this stuff now a lot more is because they're all they're all looking for ufos now that's what they're that's what they're under the belief of no 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 the, what the, what what has happened here a lot of people just didn't report this stuff a lot of pilots wouldn't report these things when they saw them because for one thing there was nowhere to report them to and the other thing is they, they didn't like the stigma of it this this uh this arrow office is supposed was is you know, one of the purposes behind it is to remove that stigma but these guys guys don't get it again you're reading what they're what they're saying here they believe that now they, they think that this whole thing is causing people to start looking for more stuff and that's why they're seeing that's why there's more objects being spotted no these guys again this is all made up they're just pulling this stuff out of their butts it's all made up
Because again, these guys obviously have not studied this issue. Obviously. Anyway, continuing. And then it says here, they have a new uh, subheadline here. It says, for UFO believers, new report may provide some solace. <laughs> According to a Gallup poll from 2021, around 40% of Americans believe that UFOs that are sometimes seen in the sky are, in fact, alien spacecraft. For true for UFO true believers, the new report doesn't provide information that would buttress their beliefs, but it leaves open a number of unexplained sightings that UFO believers will surely seize upon. <laughs> See again, they don't like they don't like that pe they don't like people out there that believe that there might be aliens coming here. Well, or, or or especially people that actually believe that know for a fact, because I know for a fact there are aliens coming here because I saw one of these things in my bedroom and lots of other people. How many times do I have to say, how many times am I saying this during these podcasts that there's tens of thousands of people that have seen this? They don't care about all of that. They don't care about the witnesses that have stepped forward throughout the decades. Again, you know, I, I talk about different YouTube channels out there that they, these people should check out with, that, that have all these little snippets from different people talking about it from the 40s 50s 60s 70s 80s 90s 2000s all the way up to today ufo channels like ufob and eyes on cinema that talk about these things all the time and have all i mean basically have all these little snippets of all different people from all over the world talking about their experiences none of this stuff is ever considered uh by the by the by the mainstream media everything is they again they take all of their cues from the pentagon Whatever the Pentagon tells them, that's what they tell the people. They don't, they, they don't deviate from that when it comes to UFOs. They're lying to you. They're lazy. They're dumb. There's a whole bunch of things that they are for not doing their job here. All right. Continuing. In some of the cases that the Pentagon investigated, an unspecified number of UFO sightings were attributable to sensor irregularities or variances such as operator or equipment error. Oh, boy, let me stop there. Oh, they're quick. They're always quick to point out equipment error and operator pro issues that the operator did. Continuing, the Pentagon also found that a very large number of the sightings, 163, were actually balloons or balloon-like entities, while 26 were unmanned aircraft systems, otherwise known as drones, and six were attributable to airborne clutter such as plastic bags or birds. Okay, they're always quick to that. that for some reason, that stuff gets thrown on the on the you know, toward the top of these articles a lot of the time. They love talking about balloons and and drones and all that stuff. Really, who cares about that? That shouldn't be a big part of this story. Uh, anyway, continuing. Still, there are 171 unidentified objects, object sightings that the Pentagon hasn't attributed to anything yet, and some of those objects demonstrated unusual flight characteristics. And then they have another subhead here. The Pentagon's long, complex history with UFOs. This is not the first time the Pentagon has investigated UFOs and provided information that, in some cases, has helped to fuel the UFO believer movement. It's not a movement! It's not a movement. These there's people that out there that have seen these things. This is not a movement. It's just people demanding to know the truth, to want to know what the government has because we know they have it. We know you have it, Pentagon. A lot of us know this. Anyway, continuing. In July 1952, following months of sightings across the United States, pilots and ground personnel at Andrews Air Force Base said they spotted unaccountably fast, 
maneuverable objects flying over Washington, D.C. Multiple military witnesses said they'd caught the objects on radar and at least one pilot reported seeing them with the naked eye. As a result, the officer in charge of... Okay, let's just stop there for a minute. There's still no... They, they, they never haven't... They never got an answer for this. Now, now the, the Pentagon would later come out and say, oh, yeah, it was uh, uh, weather anomalies. Uh, yeah, that's what it was. Even though uh, people that were working the radar and, and the pilots and they said, no, it wasn't weather anomalies. It was, it was solid objects flying around doing stuff that our planes can't do. That's what the real story is. But see, the Pentagon, weather phenomena, yeah, and then the press, okay, that's that's basically what's been going on. They, they're treating you like a, they think you're, they think the whole world are just filled with dunces, right? Anyway, continuing here. As a result, the officer in charge of U.S. Air Force Intelligence, Major General John Samford, held a televised press conference. One U.S. Air Force captain investigating the incident called Samford's press conference the largest and longest the Air Force had held since World War II. Seated soberly behind several microphones, Samford told reporters the great bulk of UFO sightings could be dismissed as hoaxes, friendly aircraft, or aberrations of weather and light. Nevertheless, he said, there remain a certain percentage of reports that have been made by credible observers of relatively incredible things. These relatively incredible possibilities, of course, inflamed UFO enthusiasts. Okay, let's just stop here. Okay, so because because he because there was a, a, a again a small modicum of truth in what Samford said that they they couldn't answer they didn't have answers for all of it. Oh, that made the UFO enthusiasts all happy. No, no, no. At least they knew that at least they're telling a little bit of truth here. Yeah, because nobody really cares about aberrations of weather or friendly aircraft or, you know, uh, light aberrations or whatever they're trying to say it was right we we, we want to know about the real objects the you know the stuff that uh the, no, that lands sometimes that leaves trace of physical trace evidence on the ground footprints from the little beings walk around you know we want to know more about those things right it's not about uh you know it's not about just you know could you, again they try to they try to make the people who are interested in this uh people who are interested in ufos and, and actual uh, the 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 reality that there is an extraterrestrial presence here, that there is an alien presence here. The people that are interested in that, they try to make them sound like they're just fans. Okay, continuing. No, again, let me just stop there for a second. Uh, we're not just fans. We, we you know, some a person like me, right? I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who feel the same way I do. I just want to know more. I'm interested in knowing more about this. I know it's real. I know they're lying. I'm sick of the lying. I'm sick of the media. I'm just, I'm just sick. I, I wish we wouldn't be doing the playing this game anymore. I just want some more answers. I want to know what, you know, what do they know about this? Give us something, right? Just admit the truth for uh, already and just give us, you know, tell us what you got. Tell us about how many uh, crash retrievals you, th th there have been. How, how many different craft have you had? Is it nine saucers like Bob Lazar said in 1989? Is there, is there any more that you recovered since then? that time you know how many different alien species are there out there that you know of see these are the real questions the press needs to be asking but they're not they, they're they're going along they're towing the pentagon line that there's nothing to it weather phenomena uh, light aberrations uh, all right <clears throat> Newspapers across, across the country, again, we're still talking about, he's talking about 1952. Newspapers across the country carried headlines like saucers swarm over capital and jets chase DC sky ghosts. 
One Air Force investigator in 1952 counted more than 16,000 newspaper stories on UFOs that year. Well, of course there was a lot of UFO stories because they were flying over Washington, D.C. That's why there was 16,000 stories. They were flying over Washington, D.C. and we couldn't do anything about it. That's why there were all those stories. The Pentagon tried to cover up and say, oh, no, nothing to see there. Anyway, <clears throat> but less than a year after Samford's press conference, a government panel of scientists, now, oh, he's talking about by this panel of scientists, they're talking about the Robertson uh, panel, which is a bogus uh, group put together with a preordained notion of what to tell the public, to downplay it, to stigmatize it. This was the be basically the beginning of the stigmatization. The press, they don't get into it. On, the, the, the CNN really doesn't tell you about that here. But we'll, we'll read what they say anyway. It says, but less than a year after Samford's press conference, a government panel of scientists, military, and intelligence officials convened to study evidence and testimony for more than 20 purported UFO sightings. It concluded that UFOs did indeed pose a strategic threat to the United States, but not because of aliens, but rather because America's civil air defense could be overwhelmed by reports of UFOs. So they came up with the bogus thing that we can't be dealing with these reports of UFOs, even though they're really happening. So we're just going to, we're not going to talk about it anymore. We're going to stigmatize it. Basically, that's basically what the Robertson panel did. Anyway, this worry, writes aerospace historian Curtis Peebles. Curtis Peebles, by the way, is a big debunker, was a big debunker, just like Mick West, just like all these other clowns, okay? Uh, anyway, continuing. This worry, writes aerospace historian Curtis Peebles. Again, this guy's a liar, debunker, doesn't really, did, never did, really did his research, right? Made up stuff. All right, continuing was, quote, not really about flying saucers. It was about Pearl Harbor. At the height of the Cold War, the U.S. was haunted by the specter of a surprise Soviet nuclear attack. Of course, uh, the United States has, was most certainly worried about surprise nuclear attacks from the Soviet Union throughout the 50s, 60s, 70s, all the way into the 80s. Of course, they were worried about that. But they were secretly studying UFOs, and they were very, absolutely, no question about it, concerned about them. There's, we have evidence of that. We have ev there's no question from, from some of the documents that have been declassified over the years. We know that the government here in the United States was most certainly concerned about the UFOs, even more so than even the, the concerns over the nuclear attack from the Soviet Union. Anyway, the panel suggested a policy of debunking reports and recommended officials take immediate steps to strip the unidentified flying objects of the special status they have been given and the aura of mystery they have unfortunately acquired. The U.S. Air Force tasked a small office. Well, let's just stop here for see again. They, yeah, that's what they did. They, they decided we're going to debunk all of it. We're not going to we're not going to even look into it. We'll just uh, pretend there's nothing to it. The United States, continuing, the US, United States Air Force tasked a small office called Project Blue Book with doing just that. Until the 1970s, Blue Book officers followed up on UFO reports, interviewed witnesses, collected evidence, and consistently put a narrative into the press stressing that most sightings could be attributable to normal aircraft, hoaxers, or weather phenomena. Then, as now, the vast majority of UFO reports easily submitted to conventional explanation. Okay. Let's just stop here for a second. So, so basically, they're saying that all a vast majority of UFO reports have a conventional explanation. Of course, there are things out there that people misidentify. There are some hoaxes here and there every now and then, right? We, we talk about them on here on this podcast. But then again, there are some things that have no explanation that are clearly uh, not involved non-human entities. There's, there's, it's clear at this point. Again, the, 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 this, this CNN piece, this opinion piece that CNN felt necessary to run on their website, uh, completely 
abandons all of that. Again, they're towing the Pentagon line, like usual. What do you? What, what else do you expect? It's all a bunch of lies, filling the heads of, of people in America, across the world, with lies. And incomplete information. They're not... See, again, these, these people writing this, right? I don't know. I, 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 you have to wonder how many asses did these guys kiss to get to the positions that they are in, right? That's the... I have to wonder. I have to ask myself that question. Obviously, these guys failed upward because they did no research on this. No real research on this before they wrote this piece. All right, let's continue. <clears throat> Well, but there remained a small group of American UFO watchers who could not be talked down and they kept watching the skies, reporting on craft that seemed able to fly higher and faster than any known planes. In some cases, they were spotting real and very secret U.S. assets. Okay, let's just stop here for a second. So now they're talking about that a lot of people were what they were seeing was just secret U.S. assets, right? Okay, who cares about it? yeah oh, of course some people are seeing some, some people saw secret u.s assets flying through like a u2 plane or something like that okay that's fine and dandy fine right but what again we're ignoring the other things right the landings the physical trace evidence were you know thousands of cases that the the late uh, ted phillips from the midwest he went he, he he collected evidence from thousands of cases from the united states and in other countries over the years where it showed that there the, the, there were physical changes to the earth where these things landed there were landing marks in the ground footprints sometimes burned vegetation all kinds of different physical trace evidence right but they're not talking about that they're not talking about research conducted by, again by by people like the late dr roger uh, roger lear who actually removed implants from people who were allegedly abducted by aliens and the things were actual they had they have no answers these things were unearthly and they, and, they, and they were some sort of nanotechnology that we just don't have, that we don't understand. Okay, but they don't talk about these kind of things. They don't talk about anything. They're not talk, I don't see any mention in here of the aerial school incident from 1994 where 62 kids saw flying saucer land and an, and, and an alien beings uh, step out of it, right? And one of the alien beings communicated telepathically with some of the kids. They're not talking about that. They're not talking about the turkey UFO videos from 2007, 2008, and 2009, right? They're not talking about that. They're not talking about any of that. That's because they don't, they're, again, they're towing the Pentagon line. All these places, CNN, Fox, ABC, CBS, all of these news outlets, NBC, Washington Post, I've been talking about this a lot lately. They're, 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 they're trying to downplay the whole thing uh, because they obviously somebody in the Pentagon wants them to. And these guys are playing along with it. These guys are uneducated. They shouldn't even be writing this article. They're, 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 it's half-assed at best. All right. <clears throat> Uh, continuing, um, in some cases, they're spotting very real and uh, something spotting real and very secret U.S. assets. CIA historian Gerald Haynes estimated that as many as half of the reports investigated by Project Blue Book were actually sightings of the CIA's U-2 and the Air Force's SR-71 Blackbird spy planes. Again, you know, the thing that I saw in 1994 was only two and a half stories off the ground, right, right in front of me. Right, right in front of me, within 20 feet in front of me, right? Three giant lights on the front of it, right? And, and there was no sound. We don't have things like, well, I'm not too, see, again, they're, 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 it seems like they're focused on things that are far away and stuff like that, that could be this or could be that, you know? 
So again, it's it's, it's a, this whole thing is a joke. None of the none of the other uh, no, no claims from pe- from from so many different people, not just regular citizens either, right? There, there how, how many different people from the military over the decades have stepped forward, right? All the Roswell incidents, for instance, uh, Jesse Marcel Senior, who stepped forward and said, "Yeah, that whole balloon thing was phony. There was the stuff was not of this world." That's what he said that they handled in Roswell. It wasn't uh, a balloon like the Air Force tried to say at the time. Anyway, continuing. The need to protect these and later stealth projects spawned a new approach from some corners of the United States counterintelligence community. Uh, The United States Air Force and the CIA had their own working UFO to hide, writes Mark Pillington in his book, Mirage Men, an extensive history of purported UFO sightings. Again, this guy's a joke, too. Another debunker, another guy who's making up his own stuff, making up his own stories, trying to shoehorn his theories, his non-believing theories into into his dumb book. Right. Anyway, continuing. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Mark Pillington. Yeah. Your book's junk. Junk. Anyway, the finer, fleshier details had been filled in by the imaginations of the people on the ground, encouraged and embellished by the CIA and others in the alphabet soup of intelligence organizations. Again, this guy's an idiot. I would not do not spend your money on 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 any mirage bin by Mark Pillington because you're going to get ripped off. It's filled with lies. This guy doesn't know what he's talking about. He's making it up. He thinks you're an idiot. And if you buy that book, guess what? You are an idiot. Anyway, continuing. Pillington documented cases in the early 1980s of Air Force counterintelligence agents making contact with UFO investigators and egging them on, even leaking fake evidence of secret contact between the United States government and alien visitors. Okay, yeah, there was the one story from the 1980s uh, that involved something like that, but that was about it. It was like a one-time one one-time deal where CIA was playing games with some with with some guy. I'm not going to get into that here, but again, this is all again, this is a fa- a phony narrative that this guy's built up, a phony sh- story that he structured and put together and tries to uh, make people believe it. It's all nonsense. The guy's a liar, just like all these other people, just like the people in the Pentagon, you know, feeding you lies, okay? Stories like these inevitably spread. Uh, excuse me, uh, again, the, how, stories like those inevitably, what about all the other stories that were already spreading over the course of decades that were in newspapers that people reported, right, that, that were in usually local newspapers, right, that people reported, that, that uh, uh, UFO investigators looked into, that uh, actually Project Blue Book looked into some of these cases, right, like the Lonnie Zamora case where they actually went there and they didn't have any explanation. They're not talking about that kind of stuff here. Again, they're not. They're trying to downplay the whole thing deliberately, deliberately, because they think you're dumb, and most people are. Most people are going to read this and oh, I guess that's right. CNN knows what they're talking about. They got the really good guys working for them. They must have really done their homework on this one, because that, that's what that's what they're doing. That's what they think of people out there. They think that everyone's a dummy. They think that pe- most people are going to look at this and they go. Yep, most because they're, they're all dummies. People out there reading that article, right? You're they think you're a dummy. They think you're a dope. They think you're stupid. They don't think you'll ever figure it out. They don't real. They don't think that you. They don't think that you know that they're lying. Some people don't know it. Some people do. Anyway, continuing. <clears throat> uh, where was I? And any useful intelligence about top-secret real-life aircraft became lost in increasingly outlandish noise about UFOs. Okay, see, again, this guy's just making that up. He's made, uh, to, to him, like stories like, I guess, like the Shrum story or the Betty and Barney Hill story or the Travis Walton story. All that stuff falls into the outlandish noise about UFOs category. Outlandish. Because, oh, that can't be true because I don't believe it. So it's outlandish to them. It's outlandish to them. Anyway, continuing. Pil- 
Pilkington described the Pentagon. Again, this guy's an idiot. Don't read his books. Pilkington described the Pentagon's communication strategy as a two-channel system, one for debunking and calming down the general public when it came to reports of UFOs, the other for hiding potential leaks about top-secret U.S. technology. Uh again it's all bogus so where does that leave us today perhaps with the perhaps with the cold war behind us the pentagon's new ufo office signals a new chapter of sensible transparency surrounding aerial unknowns that could pose a threat to our security but again it's not just aerial unknowns these guys obviously again they didn't do their homework uap now stands for unidentified anomalous phenomena and they're talking about objects that uh actually are submerged objects that 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 are uh, spotted under the sea under the oceans of the world in lakes wherever right or objects that are transmitting that are uh, apparently are able to move in and out of water no problem but those guys don't know that because they didn't do their homework they didn't even find that little they couldn't even dig up that little piece of information before they put this together they just smashed it together and think oh people are idiots they, they'll believe anything we tell them anyway because uh, they don't really, this they're not really inter- they're disinterested in this topic anyway uh continuing here but with the pentagon's long history of whipsawing between stoking and stifling public fascination fascination it doesn't seem likely that ufo true believers will give up on the mystery anytime soon see again ufo believers we're never going to give up on the mystery because we, we're just a bunch of morons according to these guys if, if you had an experience or you know someone who had experience or if you did enough research to understand that there is something going on, that there is a, a non-human intelligence here that has engaged itself with the human race. If, if you're one of those people who know this, right, for a fact because you've done, you done the research or you had your own experiences, right, then that means you're just a true UFO believer and uh, you know, someday you might go away. But right now you're just an issue, just running your mouth. See, they, tr- they make you, they, they try to make, people like that who who are living in reality they try to make them those people right the the, us we the people who are living in reality accepting the reality right understanding that something's going on knowing that the pentagon has been lying for decades right they treat us like a bunch of morons like we're part of some sort of jim jones cult it's all nonsense these people they're the idiots they're idiots Anyway, you know, again, I, 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 it's, 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 it's tough. You know, I, I, I'm tired of talking about it, right? About these things, but it needs to be talked about. Unfortunately, right? Uh, we need to talk about these things. Luckily, there are some people in in, in positions right now, of course, like Lou Elizondo, uh, Gary Nolan, uh, Avi Loeb. Uh, uh, there's there are certain people right now that have uh, have uh, big megaphones and who are on the other side of this equation that are fighting for us. So there are some people trying to drag, finally pull the human race out of this muck that the pentagon is trying to push us back into five years ago they somebody there in the pentagon was trying to pull us out of that muck and now they're trying to push you back in and cnn's helping them along they're dunking your head into the, into the mud and trying to drown you don't believe anything they say anyway okay one more thing i want to talk about here okay at least we do have some people uh that in congress for instance uh there are some people who uh have accepted the reality that there there is a cover-up and that there are aliens and that the uh, a certain faction within the pentagon knows all about it right there are uh some people luckily uh that are uh speaking out about it and one of them is uh tim burchett 
Okay, here's a story from Yahoo News uh, from Monday. Uh, it says the co uh, headline reads, Huge cover-up. GOP lawmakers says feds must release everything on UFOs. It's a Republican lawmaker is accusing the government of a cover-up on UFOs days after a declassified report revealed hundreds of new encounters with what the military now prefers to call unidentified aerial phenomenon. Okay, again, that's un they're calling it uh, the, uh, Yahoo News. Again, not educating, not even doing a little cursory look at what UAP might stand for. Not only did they get the aerial part wrong, it should be anomalous, but they got phenomenon. They wrote phenomenon. No, it's phenomena. Phenomena, okay. But anyway, uh, at least they have some good quotes here from uh, Burchette. Uh, says, this thing is a huge cover-up for, for whatever reason, Representative Tim Burchette, R. Tennessee, told News Nation over the weekend. And I just feel like America is ready. We need to know and to stop with all the shenanigans. Burchette, who also said there's a reference to a UFO in the Bible, said recent UFO footage shows the objects making the kinds of maneuvers that no human could withstand. If you were human and make the turns that have been seen in some of this footage, you would literally turn into a ketchup package, he said. I mean, you would be gone. He noted that clips of UFOs, such as the famous Tic Tac footage, shows no vapor trails typical of aircraft. Some have speculated that the seemingly impossible for human moves and lack of vapor trails are signs the objects are drones or balloons, potentially of foreign origin, at least in some cases, rather than crude vehicles or extraterrestrial visitors. Bursette said the government has been covering up UFO encounters since the Roswell incident of 1947. He's absolutely correct on that point, yes. They have been covering it up since at least 1947, since the Roswell incident. Now, I don't agree with everything that, that Burchette says here, okay? I don't agree with everything. In fact, I'm going to read one of the things I don't uh, We'll get to that later here. I, there's something I don't agree with him on. It says, I don't trust the government. I don't trust government. Okay, I agree with them there. There's an arrogance about it. Yes, I agree with them there. I think the American public can handle it, and they need to release everything. Yes, I agree with him there. That, he said, includes potential UFO spacecraft or material from a spacecraft. Now, Burchette has also said uh, in a different article that I read that he was told that the Roswell incident actually uh, involved two UFOs. He said somebody told him that the Roswell incident involves two UFOs crashed, that crashed into each other. Uh, from the research, that was, that, that was something that the late Stanton Friedman used to say. Uh, he he firmly believed that, uh, the, that there were, uh, from, the, from the research that he did, uh, that that it seemed that Roswell involved two UF, two flying saucers crashing in, crashing into each other. Now, from the research that that was done actually actually more extensively by Donald Schmidt and Thomas Carey, and they wrote multiple books on this. I talk about their books a lot. Witness to Roswell was one of them. The latest one was uh, Roswell: The Ultimate Cold Case Closed. Right? It it it's, it seems to be one. It was one flying saucer that crashed and i don't know who told him that i mean it could have been somebody that's interested in ufos that probably read one of stanton friedman's books or saw an interview with stanton friedman uh but i don't agree with that but then again that doesn't make me right either i'm just saying i don't i don't think it was two flying saucers from the research that was uh, uncovered by schmidt and carrie i i believe it was just uh, uh one you know, one one flying saucer somehow crashed. Maybe it was struck by lightning. There was a lightning storm apparently the night before. Uh, the, the one rancher, Mac Brazel, discovered the uh, some of the debris on, on on one of the ranches on this Foster ranch that he was working on uh, back in July of 1947. But 
again, at least Burchette's coming out and saying, I mean, you, I, you don't have to agree with any of this guy's politics or anything like that. And actually, the entire uh, UFO subject should be a nonpartisan style thing. Uh, for one thing, I think all I think everyone should be able to agree on this, no matter what your uh, uh, what side of the aisle you stand on, right? And I'm glad to see people like Tim Burchette standing up and making statements like this because he's he's right. There is a cover up, and they are hiding stuff. Now I don't know how much exactly he's been made privy to on this. I'd love to have a talk with him and find out. Now, he probably wouldn't tell me. It might be uh, classified. I don't know. Uh, but apparently, he knows enough to understand that there is a cover cover up. And obviously, there's some other people in Congress, like uh, Senator Kirsten Gillibrand, uh, Senator uh, Marco Rubio, that 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 uh, they 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 wanted that bipartisan whistleblower language in the 2023 National Defense Authorization Act bill. They were they were the ones who pushed for. It. They were among the ones who pushed for it for it to have it in there. So there are some people on both sides of the aisles working together who understand that there is some sort of cover up going on, and they and they're they're trying. They are trying anyway but it's nice again i'm glad to see someone like tim burchette uh you're see, seeing congress people stepping forward uh who, i don't know exactly what he knows if he's been uh was give, if he's privy to some classified information or if he knows for a fact right if somebody actually provided him some factual evidence that where he knows or he just or he come to the conclusion like i have well then again someone like me i saw one of the craft and i saw one of the beings so you know i i know because of that i know for a fact just because of that uh, so it's nice to see some people, you know, in the Congress making statements like that. I would like to see more people step forward and make similar statements like Tim Burchette and point out the what's going on here. Point out that there is a lie, that there's some secret control group in the, within the Pentagon that's that's keeping a lid on this and 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 trying to 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 put the toothpaste back into the bottle on this you know i know five years ago it seemed like everything was all hunky-dory when this when uh uh you know those videos were leaked right but now uh, it seems like some people within the pentagon are trying to no 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 we can't go that far we can't tell them the truth all right but at least there are some people you know trying to make them tell the truth anyway until next time <laughs>